Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine and sponsored by Steer. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bilotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch. Welcome to this week's In the Oil Patch. My name is Alvin Bailey here with your host, Kim Bellotto, broadcasting from Shale Studios. This week we'll visit with U.S. Congressman Will Hurd, plus you'll have a chance to win a $75 gift certificate to the Yummy Palm Restaurant in Houston. And stay tuned for an update a bit later in the show from our Midland correspondent, Catherine Stokes. Now, Kim, welcome to the show this week. And before we get to business with Congressman Hurd, let's talk about what's going on in the current issue of Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. Well, thank you, Alvin. It is always great to see you week after week. As usual, we come into the studio and create another marvelous show. So looking forward to this show as well. We have a big guest. Um, and so I'm looking forward to the, our interview. However, we are covering a couple of things in Shale that's new as well. Yeah, you know, Congressman Hurd, is a, he's a really interesting guy, and he's done some really interesting stuff. And I'm not going to give any of that away because he's going to talk about it coming up. But uh, what a great guest he is. And let's talk about the current issue. What's going on in the current issue of Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine? Well, you know, we just released our March-April issue in which we're covering the Port of Victoria. Uh, their chairman is Robbie Burge. And um, what a dynamic story to see the Port of Victoria unfold into this uh, amazing port in which basically they have c- transformed themselves. And so uh, we really are excited to uh, let our readership know a little bit more about what's going on in Victoria. And of course, that means that our cover party will also be in Victoria, which is definitely a change from always being in Houston. You know, Kim, the Texas ports have really, and, and I'll say this because the oil ban's been lifted in the LNG export plan they've really risen to the occasion. Not that they weren't great ports before, but they're just super ports today. Oh, yeah. It's great to be able to uh, recognize how far they have come or how fast they are growing in light of all of the recent oil and gas activity and, of course, the shale plays that are occurring. Um, Also, you know, we have a a lot of events that are happening as well. Um, In March and in April, you know, we have the Houston Energy Breakfast, which um, we will be on site. We'll be doing a little bit of taping from there. Um, That's scheduled for uh, March 31st. It's always a great event. Very, very well attended. Um, And a great opportunity to network if you're, uh, you know, a sales rep, an account manager, um, I definitely would spend the money to go because there's just a lot of networking opportunities. You've been to the Energy Breakfast several times. And say some, you know, if, if somebody's on the fence about do I want to go, do I not want to go, what can they expect at the Houston Energy Breakfast? Well, it's a it's an early morning breakfast in which it's really designed to teach and be informative on energy and energy topics, as well as uh, allow uh, a mixture of some networking opportunities. So prior to the breakfast, uh, individuals can go in there and kind of mingle around. They do have some uh, tables that they focus on different training aspects. Um, and then, of course, uh, all the group will go in for the breakfast in which, um, you know, they're, they're having some dynamic speakers this 
breakfast as well. We have um, one of our past covers, Leslie Shockley Byer, the president of PISA, will be uh, on stage talking about uh, giving an update on a disruption that's occurring right now in the energy sector, as well as uh, R.T. Dukes from Wood and McKinsey and a couple of other high-ranking individuals will also be attending as well. I would definitely attend if I was trying to connect with new businesses and grow my lead generation. And that's going to be on March the 31st in Houston. How do you get more information about that? It's pretty simple. Just uh, They can go to the shalemag.com website in which we have our banner ad for them to just connect directly to the Houston Energy Breakfast to uh, get further information, as well as they can also Google the Houston Energy Breakfast. Uh, either way, it's easy to find them. Now let's talk cover party. Okay, cover party. They're always such a blast. I mean, I have so much fun at the cover parties. This This one's going to be a little different. Right. We're going to be in Victoria, Texas, celebrating with the elected officials um, and uh, the great folks out at the Port of Victoria, as well as our advertisers that partner um, with Shell Magazine. You know, the cover parties are really dedicated to the success of our advertisers. This party is created for them, as well as to celebrate the great person that's on the cover. And so um, obviously there are usually quite a few high-ranking elected officials in the audience. You'll always find a couple of executives from oil and gas companies, as well as you'll find a lot of companies that are being represented there from, you know, BHP, uh, Marathon, ConocoPhillips. If they're in the Eagle Ford, they usually try to attend our cover parties. And if you look real hard, you'll see me there. Uh, yeah, exactly. And me too, by the way. Um, but um, the other uh, really exciting thing that we're a part of as well, uh, you know, we have in uh, April, we have a STEM conference happening in uh, Midland, Odessa with our partners, the West Texas Energy Consortium. So we're real excited to be out there for that STEM conference that they're putting on. And then also um, on 429, Alvin, we have the Oil Barons Ball takes us back to Houston. And it's the Oil and Gas Society that creates this amazing party for us to, uh, for, for anyone to attend who um, wants to hobnob with some of the uh, energy executives and, and energy folks. So we look forward to being a partner with them as well this year and look forward to the great party that they put on year after year. Is there more information about the Oil Barons Ball at shalemag.com? Yes, there is. We have that event. They can visit our website. Um, their banner ad is there as well. And if they need anything, they're welcome to call us, 210-240-7188, if they need any information, or they can go on the website and ask some requests for the information if they can't find it. Now, Kim, you know, I'm sitting here across the table from you, and I, I, I see this sheet of paper on the table, and it's something about an app that's getting ready to, you want to you talk about that? Yes, we are getting ready to launch. We're real excited. Um, you know, mobile uh, is the way to go. Everybody seems, uh, obviously everybody has a mobile phone, but these apps are so important. And so we've decided at Shell to jump in as well. So we actually have a Shell mobile networks uh, that we um, are getting ready to launch in which it's going to allow um, a directory to be accessible from a cell phone out in the areas of like Eagle Ford. For example, if there's a company out there, they need to, uh, they want to be recognized, they want to uh, get on the radar, if you will. Well, this is in partnership with um, STEER, which is the South Texas Energy and Economic Roundtable. Their vendors, which are all the major uh, oil and gas companies and service companies that are focusing on Eagle Ford, they'll be able to go to this app and look and see vendors that are readily available to them in that area. And basically, it's working off of GPS. So they'll be able to access and see the closest 
vendor that they need in the area. So like in Carnes County or Kennedy, they can look up a vendor if they need uh, water or they need uh, some kind of uh, automotive need. They can look and see where's the closest vendor, and it'll be right there at their fingertips. But it'll also offer a different depth of being able to talk to an advocacy group that we're creating as well. And that group is called the Texas Energy Advocates Coalition, and it's going to be a statewide movement that we're going to focus on bringing businesses in to, one, uh, help grow their businesses, but also to help them uh, be educated more on energy and energy topics and um, hopefully build a greater awareness of energy and the importance of it in Texas, along with growing their bottom dollar. Um, So this coalition is going to be great for the sales executive, the sales rep, the person that really wants to have the vehicle to be able to network in front of oil and gas but hasn't had that ability because they can't really access maybe something like our cover parties, but we'll be doing around the state networking events specifically to draw in this group. So we're really excited. Again, it's called the Texas Energy Advocates Coalition. And if anybody wants more information on the mobile app or on how to join our coalition, They just need to email us or call us at shalemag.com, and we'll be happy to get them the information. And that's info at shalemag.com? Info at shalemag.com, or they can call us at 210-240-7188. And, you know, Alvin, we want everybody. We want the women of the energy industry, and we want the women in the business industry. We want the minority in the energy industry and in the business industry. We want the sales rep. We want the account manager. We want the... Um, telemarketing. We want any. We want the entrepreneur. We want anyone that wants to grow their business and network with the energy sector. This is a great opportunity for them to join this coalition. And when is the app going to launch? We're looking at it launching in two weeks, and you, you will already be pushing it out here through the radio show and obviously online on our social media platforms as well as on our website and in print. And is this going to be like an an iPhone app that they can go to the App Store or the Android Market and download? That's right. And it'll be right there at their fingertips. So it's going to be that simple. It's a a free app. They go in, they download it, activate it. And uh, what a neat idea. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's well, there's a lot of great apps, but there isn't really one specifically dealing with um, oil and gas in, in the energy sector to help connect businesses with the oil and gas sector. And so we are filling those shoes. So about two weeks. So, you know, just stay tuned. And and we're going to be talking more and more about this in the upcoming weeks. And this is something you're definitely going to want to download if you're in the oil and gas industry or want to do business with the oil and gas industry. That's right, Alvin. And we're looking forward to being able to build an awareness for these companies that we know are out there, but no one has actually brought them together and being able to put them in one easy to access mobile app that now can help grow their business. Well, that's super, Kim. We do need to take a break now. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. We've got a great guest coming up for you, Congressman Will Hurd, on the flip side. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Join us at the Houston Energy Breakfast on March 31st at the Norris Conference Center at City Center as we hear from Michael Thomas, COO from NA Gas at BP America, R.T. Dukes, Senior Research Director of Wood McKenzie, and Leslie Shockley Byer, President of the Petroleum Equipment Services Association. If you haven't registered, go to HoustonEnergyBreakfast.com and secure your seat. Use registration discount code SHALEMAG for $10 off at checkout. This can't-miss energy breakfast event is expected to sell out, so don't Don't wait. 
Amerijet's global cargo shipping and freight forwarding network is ready to take care of all your shipping needs. Shipping manufactured oversized parts, oil and gas field equipment, or supplies domestically or internationally? Amerijet is your full-service multimodal transportation and logistics provider, offering domestic and international scheduled all-cargo transport via land, sea, and air. Amerijet will connect your company to over 30 major cities in the U.S., with more than 625 destinations worldwide, providing global transportation solutions throughout the Americas, Mexico, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. Our 40-plus years of experience in the energy industry will help drive your excellent performance. Let Amerijet's global team ensure the safe delivery of your cargo. From oversized hazardous materials, which include oil and lubricants and heavy weight cargo, to your chosen destination. For on-time delivery, Amerijet Houston is your commercial shipping partner. Call Amerijet at 844-651-7956. Once again, that's 844-651-7956. Or visit us at Amerijet.com. And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey, alongside your host, Kim Bellato. Kim, I believe it's time to bring on our guest, Congressman William Hurd. Thanks, Alvin. You as Congressman Hurd, welcome to In the Oil Patch radio show. Thanks for having me on. I'm so glad you could join us today in studio. So, Congressman Hurd, can you give us a little background on how you became a U.S. congressman, please? Sure, I would love to, and I, re I really do appreciate the opportunity to come on and, and chat with you all today. Um, I was born and raised here in, in San Antonio, Texas. Went to high school at John Marshall High School, and then on to Texas A&M University, where I got a degree in computer science. And my, I thought I was going to go work for IBM and be a, a database programmer for them, but um, I was walking across campus one time as a freshman, and saw a sign that said take two journalism classes in Mexico City for $425. And I had $450 in my bank account. So I went to Mexico <laughs> and fell in love being in another culture. It was great seeing things I only read about in books and decided to add international studies as a minor. And when my, I took my first class in international studies, I had a guest lecturer who was a former CIA officer. And he told the most amazing stories. And I went to his office the next day, knocked on his door, and said, tell me more. And that began my interest in the CIA. So when I graduated from Texas A&M, I went into the CIA. I was the dude in the back alleys at 4 o'clock in the morning collecting intelligence on threats to the homeland. I was in D.C. for two years for training, India for two years, Pakistan for two years, New York City for two, two years doing interagency work and then a year and a half in Afghanistan where I managed all of our undercover operations. And in addition to collecting intelligence on threats to the homeland, I had to brief members of Congress. And I was pretty shocked by the caliber of our elected officials. And my mama said, you're either part of the problem or part of the solution. And so I decided to leave a job I was really good at, move back to my hometown of San Antonio and run for Congress. And I lost. And I'm glad I don't tell that story anymore. And became a partner in a consulting firm helped um, clients grow in markets they had never been in before. This is where I really first got exposed to the energy industry. And then the opportunity came to run, and I took it. And um, I've been in office now for 16 months, and it's crazy to think um, you know, the number of things that we've actually gotten accomplished um, in this short period of time. You know, I want to commend you, because I think in looking at your background, you have been assigned to a couple of really key 
assignments in DC. Can can you tell us what where where you are chairman of and what departments are you in? Absolutely. Um, one of the committees I'm on is oversight and government reform, and there I chair a subcommittee on information technology. And in that area, I look at cybersecurity, which really in Washington DC means information sharing. We look at privacy, which is a very important topic right now, especially with the debate with Apple and the FBI. We're looking at emerging technology as well. And, and really there is how do we ensure the regulatory environment of Washington stays out of the way of business to make sure entrepreneurs can grow and the proverbial two guys or two gals in the garage can, can start a new business. And then the fourth area is IT procurement. Nobody's going to hold a rally on IT procurement. It's not a sexy topic, but that's one of the things that you have to change in how the federal government purchases goods and services in order to make sure they're being responsible and, and cutting edge. The other committee I'm on is, is Homeland Security, and I'm the vice chair of the Border and Maritime Subcommittee. And my district goes from San Antonio to El Paso down to Eagle Pass, about a third of the Eagleford Shell, about half of the Permian Basin, 820 miles of the border, two time zones. It takes 10 and a half hours to drive from one corner to the other at 80 miles an hour. And I have to tell most of my colleagues that 80 is actually the speed limit in about 75% of the district. And so, so in that position, the person that represents District 23 of Texas should be leading on issues like energy and energy policy because you know it's it's the the importance of the Eagleford and, and the Permian and of course now the Delaware Basin and so it's great being in that position on in Department of Homeland Security where we have influence and a role um, and it's great being able to play that for this part of the part of the state. Being on the Homeland Security Committee, do you have an opinion about the whole Apple? FBI deal. Sure, I, I, I definitely have an opinion on, on the whole Apple FBI deal. This is actually a much larger conversation than just Apple and the FBI. This is a conversation about privacy versus security. And in, in my opinion, we can protect our civil liberties and our digital infrastructure and chase bad guys all at the same time. We can do that. We must do that. And so our, our civil liberties are those things that we should be, that make our country great. They're not burdens, right? And so we should protect them at all costs. And having spent, you know, almost most of my adult life chasing Al-Qaeda and, and bad guys in all over the world, I know a little something about that. And, and having a degree in computer science and having started a cybersecurity company, I know a little something about cyber. And, and for me, you do not build a backdoor to encryption, Encryption, it keeps us safe. It's an important tool in national security. It's an important tool to our economy. And we should be doing absolutely everything we can to strengthen encryption. And when you talk about the, the, the debate between the FBI and Apple, it is neither the FBI's decision to um, change the debate on privacy or security. And it's not Apple's choice. It's Congress's choice as the representative of the people. And what's interesting in this case is that the FBI is t trying to tell a private company how to build their widget. That's a pretty extraordinary request for law enforcement. Well, that's agency. a pretty extreme request for a government if to, to tell a private company how 
how to do their business. A- a- amen, brother. And and that's why that's why I think this is not where this this conversation should should be. Um, it shouldn't be in the court of public opinion. And I don't believe that the that the government should be able to dictate and tell a private company what they can do. And here's the reality: um, Apple and a lot of these IT companies are partners in national security and chasing bad guys all around the world. There's all the information that you know the, the, the FBI has still not explained what they think they can get off the phone that they don't already have. They've gotten the iCloud backup data, which is which is pictures, every app that's on the phone. They know who the cellular service provider is, so you can get call detail records, phone contacts from that that service. They know what email is used being used on that phone, so they can go to that email provider to understand the emails that were exchanged. Um, there is not too much other information they can possibly get, and to me, that's why I think um, I'm glad the other court ruled in the favor of Apple, um, but this conversation is not going to be over, and I believe that encryption is going to define national security for 2016. Beautiful answer to a tough question. Unfortunately, we do want to get this conversation back on track to, to stuff more energy-related, but we, we've got to take a break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey, along with your host, Kim Bellotto, visiting with Congressman Hurd here at the Shale Studios today. We'll be right back. Support for In the Oil Patch comes from the West Texas Energy Consortium, connecting rural West Texas communities, where members and partners communicate about common issues, challenges, and workable solutions, as well as educating future energy industry leaders. For more information about the West Texas Energy Consortium, visit their website at www.wtxec.org or give them a call at 325-795-4206. The West Texas Energy Consortium, where capitalizing on regional energy growth means power in partnership. Hey, 2016 is a great time to grow your business, and there is no time like the present to improve the awareness of your brand. Any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Or you can call us. 210-240-7188. Again, that's 210-240-7188. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine provides services like print advertising and digital marketing. Our digital advertising services include website, email, radio, video, and social media. Shale also provides specialized web services from website management to search engine optimization and social media management. Visit our website, shalemag.com. Once again, that's shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G.com to learn more. Shale is your one-stop shop for growing your business. Pick up the phone today and call 210-240-7188. Again, 210-240-7188. Oilfield Experts is the only place you need to go to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oilfield equipment needs. Specializing in hard-to-find oil-filled parts for your fleet maintenance needs, oil-filled experts have been providing parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us to get the right part right now. Here's the number, so write it down. Oil-filled experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923. 
Welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name is Alvin Bailey, along with your host, Kim Bellotto, in studio today with U.S. Congressman William Hurd. Kim? Uh, Congressman Hurd, I personally just want to change gears a little bit, but stay on the topic of security. You know, Energy is such an important topic, not just for Texas, but for the United States. Can you tell our listeners that are listening in right now why you feel that energy is, is energy security is part of a national security issue? Sure. When I when I talk about this this topic, um, I'm never going to understand getting the molecule out of the ground and moving it from point A to point B, as well as folks that are in the industry. And I recognize it's pretty clear the economic impact, uh, not only to the Texas, uh, but to our country that the energy sector plays. But it is a tool of our foreign policy as well. And when I look at, you know, you talk to countries in Eastern Europe, they would love to buy energy from the United States of America and not from Russia, because Russia is using that as a way to to um, force behavior in other areas, because many of these Eastern European countries are exclusively reliant upon Russia for all of their energy needs. Um, you know, we we you look at what Russia is doing now. Um, there's, there's only two countries that can really survive at. $30 a, a barrel, that's the United States and Saudi Arabia. And so you're seeing some moves by Russia to try to undercut us on, on global markets. And, you know, that is a, you know, that's, that's what a Cold War is, right, is, is there's an economic um, aspect to this. And if we're able to help our friends by selling them energy and we make sure it's American companies that are doing it and Americans are the ones that are involved in, in getting the molecule out of the ground and, and shipping it, it's good for our economy. And also, you know, this is an area that, that makes us, you know, we become less dependent on foreign oil because of the ingenuity and hard work of, of all the men and women um, in the energy sector to make sure that we're providing, you know, we can cover our own energy needs. So this is this is this is a game changer um, in geopolitics and the fact that Congress passed the law to allow us to start exporting crude. Um, it's not going to have huge impacts right away, but it, it changes the, um, the, the dynamics um, in the rest of the world. So, um, I, you know, this is something that's going to continue to be an issue. To me, somebody asked me recently what keeps me up at night. Russia keeps me up at night and how, you know, they're having problems at home. And when Russia has problems at home, what do they do? They do things outside the, their country. And the one way that we can contain Russia is through our energy policy and making sure that some of the sanctions, when Russia invades a country like Ukraine, there's sanctions on their energy industry, um, that we continue to do everything we can to sell to our allies like South Korea, to Japan, and many of these European countries. And so it's, I, I think it's an exciting time and the, the extraordinary efforts that have happened in places like South Texas and West Texas has really given us a new tool on, on the, in the global marketplace um, that we can wield um, to ensure that um, we stay safe here at home. You know, one of the greatest uh, opportunities that Alvin and I have every day is to bring a radio show weekly to help the American people understand that energy is important. And it can be, we can um, 
utilize our technology to responsibly remove energy for the world and for us at home. But one of the things that makes me really proud is the reform that occurred in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And the importance of that is seeing the United States going and talking to them about how Eagle Ford in the United States has been drilling and what it takes to make it successful. And why that's important is because, in my opinion, that's another area of national security. They are right next to Texas, and they are opening up drilling offshore and onshore to the world. And I do believe it is in our best interest to be their ally and be right there as well. You're absolutely correct. And um, we, we need to redefine the bilateral relationship with Mexico as being partners in energy. And no, you know, there the the changes that Peña Nieto, the president of Mexico, made to the to the Mexican Constitution were were historic, significant, tectonic, and you know, unfortunately, some of the decisions that Pemex made um, about opening some of these um, offshore and onshore um, areas w- or, or development were based on seventy five dollars a barrel. And if you want to ch- see the security situation in northern Mexico change. The way you do it is by bringing an economy and bringing jobs. Uh, we do need to take a quick break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey along with your host, Kim Bellotto, and Congressman Will Hurd in studio with us. We'll be right back. Ever feel like you've hit a wall with your business? Like you haven't been able to turn the corner on a new avenue for your company? Well, Turning Point Strategies is here to help. Turning Point Strategies is for those startup companies or companies that have been doing very well, but maybe want to move to the next level or are at a turning point. They're looking to think outside the box, and that's where we come in. We provide those different strategies to help them turn the corner at that point where they need consulting services. At Turning Point Strategies, we can not only help you turn the corner, we will give you insight on how to prevent yourself from hitting another plateau. We have helped a lot of different companies at many different levels succeed. Call us today at 210-227-5678. Again, that number is 210-227-5678. And visit our website, turningpointstrategies.com. Again, that's turningpointstrategies.com. Are you at your turning point? Join us at the Houston Energy Breakfast on March 31st at the Norris Conference Center at City Center as we hear from Michael Thomas, COO from NA Gas at BP America, R.T. Dukes, Senior Research Director of Wood McKenzie, and Leslie Shockley Byer, President of the Petroleum Equipment Services Association. If you haven't registered, go to HoustonEnergyBreakfast.com and secure your seat. Use registration discount code SHALEMAG for $10 off at checkout. This can't-miss energy breakfast event is expected to sell out, so don't Don't wait. Hi folks, Alvin Bailey here, just like I am every week in the oil patch, right alongside you, fighting for a strong, responsible, successful, and sustainable oil and gas industry right here in the great state of Texas. Both on this show and as a fleet specialist for the Caleb Auto Group, I get to keep a first-hand perspective on the hard work that goes into making this such a great industry. And trust me, I understand how important it is to maintain both your company's image, the reliability, and the integrity of your fleet and you can't break the bank doing it. So whether your fleet action plan requires leasing, buying outright, or something that falls kind of in between, I can help you. K-League Fleet Sales represents 11 brands and 16 stores that include Ford, Ram trucks, and Toyota trucks on the heavy duty side, and Lincoln, Mazda, Subaru, Volkswagen, and Lexus on the luxury side. Hey, time is money. So our service departments offer pickup and delivery and rapid response to get you back on the road quickly. 
I would love the opportunity to help you keep your fleet plan rolling, so let's talk. Call me at area code 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656. Or you can email me directly, abailey at kaligauto.com. That's abailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y, at kaligauto, K-A-H-L-I-G-A-U-T-O dot com. And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. Uh, Congressman Hurd, when we just before we went to break, we were talking about uh, the export ban, and then we got into talking a little bit about Mexico. But let's go back to the export ban for just a moment. And in your opinion, what is the short and long-term impact of lifting the crude export ban for America? So I, I think some of the short-term bans of lifting this, and, and, and let's be honest, when I, when I first got elected, and I'm in Washington, D.C., it's my first couple of weeks on the job, I was asking people about, you know, what are we going to do about lifting the, ba- you know, the ban on exporting crude? And people were like, shh, don't talk about that. This is a sensitive topic, right? You know, you know don't bring this up. And the fact that 15 months later we were able to, to lift a ban, it's a pretty significant political victory. And I think the short-term effects is that you can see the, the, the spread between WTI and Brent get a little bit closer, um, mm-hmm. which I think is, is good for American companies because that, that change in spread you know, can have a pretty large impact on the oper- you know, on the bottom line of, a, of an American company. So I think that's a good thing. I think long term, what you're going to see is, is a, a restructuring of the U.S. Um, market share of, you know, in, uh, around the globe and being able to have us um, be more competitive um, is, is, a, is a great tool. And I think it's going to take some time to see that, that restructuring of, of market forces. And again, we talked about this during the last session, but our ability to use now our energy policy as a tool of foreign policy, you know, is going to have huge impacts down the road. And I think this is a way that we can change the balance of power with Russia and Eastern Europe and, and the rest of Europe. So it's an, it's, it's an exciting time, despite the fact that this is a rough time for, for our friends in, in the, um, the oil industry. But when I talk to folks in Houston and Midland, they say this is this is the realities of the business. Um, you know, don't get excited with the highs and don't get bummed by the lows. And over time, it'll it'll settle out. So I, I think, um, you know, I, I believe in this industry. I believe in what it what it does for Texas and the country, and now can do for the world. And um, I think we're going to see some some real interesting things happen over the long term. Well, and I also believe that that we're going to long term be able to establish some some new trade routes for America and great trading partners in Europe. And I think long-term, this is this is a great decision to lift this ban. You know, I also think that um, had the prices not dropped so significantly, the problem uh, of us lifting this ban would have probably not have come surfaced to the top. When we made the deal with Iran, it kind of seemed um, unusual that Iran could export and our U.S. producers could not. So I think that all, while it appeared to be really bad things that were occurring, I think it, it, it allowed the export ban to bubble to the top on something that absolutely had to happen. Now, on that topic, I want to just change gears just a little bit, and I want to ask you about the president. 
what kind of president do you think we need in the White House uh, to help oil and gas sustain through the hard times that we're experiencing right now? Well, I think we need a president that that has a basic understanding of the industry and has an appreciation for how important that industry has been over the last couple of years because it is it's the energy sector that has kept our economy um, going um, despite some some problems from this current administration. It, it's it's the energy sector that has added. You know, I can't, you know, the number of jobs, not only in Texas and, and the rest of the world. And, and it's, we need a president that understands that and recognizes the importance and ensures that we need to have a, a, a all the above energy policy um, and is looking to see how we can extend and expand and work closer with Canada, work closer with Mexico on, you know, and, and the three of us, the three countries as energy partners can really change the, the dynamic in the rest of the world. And so I, I, I hope and I wish during the current debates um, between our with our presidential candidates on both sides of the political aisle that you that we saw a little bit more of them talking about this sector and the importance it is to our economy and is how, how important it is to everyday Americans. That's true. I believe um, this is my opinion. I've only heard one candidate right now, which is um, Senator Cruz, who actually has an energy policy in writing that we can look at as voters. <clears throat> that being said, I also feel that. Uh, Congress needs to be helping, uh, give a helping hand along the way on helping uh, American energy resurgence to continue. And so this election is very important. Um, candidates that have an understanding of energy and how it, it impacts us. Some of the um, regulatory um, laws that have been either they're, they're in place now or they are coming into place or wanting to come into place with the EPA and Waters of America are very important for Congress, this next president, to take a look at and see these are not helping the energy uh, policy we have currently. It's not helping the energy industry, and it's certainly not helping bring jobs to America either. So the very important topic. Um, how do you feel Congress can help us in this way uh, moving forward into the next? Um. You know, one of the areas, so, so Congress, the House, has, has already passed a number of legislations, you know, trying to roll back this overly burdensome regulatory environment of the EPA, and, and you, you name the regulatory agency, and, and um, the courts have stepped in and issued stays on a lot of of the presidents and in these agencies' rules, you know, uh, Waters of the U.S., um, the Clean Power Act as well. So uh, again, a new president, you know, when they are uh, um, elect, you know, s selecting folks to run some of these departments, we need to have people in there that understand how this regulatory environment is stifling growth, is stifling innovation, it's stifling um, our economy. The other thing Congress can do is simplify our tax code and make it a, a little bit easier and, and not be so complicated. And if we're able to entice back um, some of that's you know what seven some say as you know as little as seven trillion dollars that's sitting on the sidelines overseas getting that back um, here in the United States so be put into investment and be put into some of these companies that are exploring some of these areas um, that will be something that ensures um, this the, the energy um, world stays robust and strong and continues to fuel um, our economy well and burdening the energy industry today is 
preventing the development of alternative forms of energy that we're going to be able to use tomorrow. Um, we do need to take a quick break. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. My name is Alvin Bailey, along with your host, Kim Bellotto, visiting with Congressman Will Hurd in studio. We'll be right back. Oil Field Experts is the only place you need to go to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oil field equipment needs. Specializing in hard-to-find oil field parts for your fleet maintenance needs, Oil Field Experts have been providing parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us to get the right part right now. Here's the number, so write it down. Oil Field Experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923. Support for In the Oil Patch comes from the West Texas Energy Consortium, connecting rural West Texas communities, where members and partners communicate about common issues, challenges, and workable solutions, as well as educating future energy industry leaders. For more information about the West Texas Energy Consortium, visit their website at www.wtxec.org or give them a call at 325-795-4206. The West Texas Energy Consortium, where capitalizing on regional energy growth means power in partnership. Hey, 2016 is a great time to grow your business, and there is no time like the present to improve the awareness of your brand. Any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Or you can call us, 210-240-7188. Again, that's 210-240-7188. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine provides services like print advertising and digital marketing. Our digital advertising services include website, email, radio, video, and social media. Shale also provides specialized web services from website management to search engine optimization and social media management. Visit our website, shalemag.com. Once again, that's shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G.com to learn more. Shale is your one-stop shop for growing your business. Pick up the phone today and call 210 210- 240-7188. Again, 210-240-7188. And we're back to In the Oil Patch. I'm Alvin Bailey alongside your host, Kim Bellotto. We're visiting with Congressman Will Hurd. Kim? Congressman Hurd, the impact that oil and gas has had in Texas is huge economically. That's actually one of our biggest backbones in many ways, if not the biggest backbone for us. Do you see Texas Eagle Ford and Permian Basin continuing to be the oil, gas, and energy powerhouse area of our country for the long term? I absolutely do think that these areas are going to stay the, the powerhouse. And, and I go back to when, when I ran for Congress the first time in, in 2010. I remember campaigning in um, um, Crystal City and Carrizo Springs. And then I remember campaigning the second time and the dramatic changes in, in a place like Carrizo Springs um, in a very short period of time. And it was because of the Eagleford Shale. It was because of the amount of, of in investment in economic opportunities that were going on in that part of the world. And then, you know, going in a place like West Texas and going to Big Lake, 
and you go to a Dairy Queen at Big Lake and you learn the folks, the kids working at Dairy Queen are getting paid $23 an hour and I'm getting a $1,500 signing bonus. Now, that's not because the soft serve is awesome. Um, it's oh, because no. uh, It's because, uh, which, is, which it is, by the way, I love Dairy Queen, um, but it, it's, it's the impact that this sector is having on other industries. And so, I, you know, right now, even with the downturn in the price of a barrel of oil, you're still seeing investment increasing in the Permian. Um, the Delaware Basin, is an area where you're seeing a, a significant growth, and I think you're going to see um, the Permian still be influential even even right now. Um, well, my last trip to Midland, I was encouraged that new de- new construction and new development that was going on throughout the city is still going on, and that people were prepared for the vagaries of the, of the market. And when you look at the reason that um, the United States has role in um, the energy industry in the world has changed is because of Shell Oil, and a lot of that is powered um, by the Eagleford. So we're going to continue um, to play a role, and I think the, the folks that um, learned and operated in the Eagleford are going to be the ones that are going to be involved in northern Mexico. And so I think we're going to see this part of Texas continue to play a huge role, an outsized role, in our nation and world. Uh, Congressman Hurd, do you have any closing thoughts? I know that you're up for re-election. Give us what your message is. Sure. You know, this is the District 23 is one of those districts that have, have flipped back and forth um, for since 2006. It's the only competitive federal race in Texas in November. And one of the things that um, I've been excited about is I said when I ran for office, I was running for two reasons, to be a leader in national security and the gold standard when it comes to constituent relations. I've done over 250 meet and greets in town halls since I've been in office. I've been to every district at least twice. I've been to Loving County twice. You know, Loving County, the second least most populated county in the United States of America. I've I've met uh, about 75 people of the 93 residents um, that are there. And and I asked um, a local official once, I said, you know, I still have a couple people to to meet. And Mm -hmm. and he laughed. He goes, I don't think they want to be met well. but, but I, I've, I've crisscrossed the district a, a number of times, and we're getting things done. I've actually had four bills signed into law. Um, the last time that somebody from District 23 got a bill signed into law was in 2007, and it was the renaming of a post office. So we've shown an ability to be effective. What's most important to the voters in your district? Uh, right now, it's jobs and the economy. And, you know, because of that, that also in this district means the energy sector, because a lot of the, the jobs have been powered um, by this sector. And so what happens in this sector is, is very important. And that's why we spend so much time focusing on it and talking about it. Whether you've got an R by your name or a D by your name has never made a big difference to me. I'm going to vote for the right person for the job. If somebody wants to learn more about William Hurd, Congressman William Hurd, how do they learn more about you? Sure, they can go to any of our social media um, platforms, and it's Hurd on the Hill, H-U-R-D on the Hill. Um, also, our website is herd.house.gov, and they can sign up for our newsletters um, that we send out uh, fairly regularly 
um, to talk about the, the biggest issues of the day. Do you return phone calls? I do. Uh, we return phone calls, emails, um, you name it. Um, as the gold standard of constituent relations, um, the number of correspondents that we actually have responded to is pretty significant. And I'm sure, you know, I'll be in a, in a parade in um, someone's district almost every weekend, and we spend a lot of time um, in the district. So being able to see folks in person um, is an option as well. And that, I believe, is super important to a voter for a phone call to be returned. You know, in, in college history, we learned that it wasn't a big deal early on in this country for folks to just stop by the White House and have a chat with the president, you know, but that doesn't happen anymore. But it's, it's really important for, for a voter to be able to reach out to their congressman or to their senator or to whatever, whichever elected official and, and keep that line of communication open. So thank you for that. My pleasure. Congressman Hurd, thank you once again for being our guest in the oil patch. We'd love to have you back in the future at some point to give us an update on uh, the future of uh, the energy industry and any other updates. I really appreciate the opportunity and look forward to coming back. Well, as always, it was a, a great day here in the oil patch. Uh, an honor to have Congressman William Hurd in studio today talking to us a little bit about energy and gas and uh, U.S. legislation and, and uh, looking at it from a uh, D.C. standpoint. But now it's my great pleasure to bring in our uh, correspondent out from the Permian Basin Association area, Catherine Stokes, uh, the executive director for West Texas Energy Consortium and a good partner to Shell Oil and Gas Business Magazine. Catherine, welcome to the show today. Hey, Kim. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Just enjoying the spring break weather. Very nice. Speaking about spring break, tell me, did you do anything during the these past two weeks? I know we've been in spring break for about two weeks, depending on if you know you're in college or in high school. But did you guys did you get away at all to enjoy a little bit of the break? For real, I mean, I really didn't. I um, tried to take some time off during the afternoon to do things with the kids and then work into the evening. But um, things have just been blowing and going here. But I, I've seen where a lot of folks have got to have a good time during spring break and. Everybody needs that chance to recharge. Um, there were some late evenings. We just went out to a place that we lease, and we just hung out with the cows and hung out there just to recharge and uh, get some energy back for the next week. Well, you still have time. You know, you still have this weekend um, we do, we to, do. to take advantage of spring break. Um, we um, didn't get to take advantage of spring break, just, you know, briefly to tell you, um, I'm not, you know, I don't know if, if you were aware of it or if our listeners were aware of it, but I actually had a little minor fender bender. It kind of put me in a couple of, getting a couple of stitches and um, uh, not really feeling like I'm in the spring break mood, but everything's going to be fine with what happened in the wreck, but it does bring me back to really trying to help uh I mean, I really do understand how important seatbelts are, and we need to be wearing them because if you know that was really truly a benefit to me to have my seatbelt on, or it could have got it could have been a lot worse. So, you know, we didn't get to enjoy spring break either, is the point. But it was more just a, a minor fender bender. So, anyway, there's always next year, right? That's that's right, and I think um, you know it's just been nice to have a good weather. I know we're praying for our our folks and our friends in Southeast Texas that are going through. We got a nice rain. They've gotten more rain than they really want. So, That's you know, right. we're praying for everybody to be safe. And, um, you know, as the DPS always says, um, you know, turn around because uh, I know there's some road roadways uh, going on I-10 and down around 
southeast Texas that are a little bit impassable, and we don't want anybody getting hurt. We want everybody to enjoy spring break, come back relaxed. That's true. Yes, and our hearts and prayers go out to the families that are being affected by the floods. Well, I'm going to change gears just a little bit. Um, You know, for our folks, um, you're on, uh, you're a partner with Shell. West Texas Energy Consortium is definitely a partner in the area of energy and energy topics. Um, But Catherine, when does y'all, are y'all having an upcoming meeting for your members? We We have our larger conference that we're doing. That will include our educators, but um, we are in the works right now. We're doing a um, working with the railroad commission and a CNG company out of Chicago. We're going to just do some regular training with our uh, fire departments on CNG stations. But as far as regular meetings, we're actually in the works um, talking about doing a water resource and management meeting that would uh, include our entire region. And looking at, um, you know, water is always a hot topic. I know, you know, in South Texas as much as it is in West Texas and looking at some ways that we can be um, good stewards to the land and good stewards to our neighbors. So I'll keep you apprised of that, but we're really looking forward to um, working with some folks up in South Plains, up in the Lubbock area. They, they're having a large uh, water resource meeting next week that we're going to attend and see what information we can bring back for our members and for our you know listeners in the region and um, bring some of that knowledge down and hopefully uh, have something hopefully here pretty soon especially before school gets out at least we're trying to plan somewhere around april or may before school gets out and people get away for vacation right well um let's let's cover a little bit of the things that are coming in your area um you all have a, a regional career fair coming up here in the middle of odessa area let's talk a little bit about what is that and what day is it well, um, in the Permian region, they're going to have a career event. And, you know, as you know, youth are our future. And people always ask the question, you know, what happens if one day our kids, you know, run the world? And the question, you know, the answer is they will be running the world. So we want to make sure that we have them uh, as prepared as possible, whether they decide to stay in the region and work um, and have a career or, you know, go abroad somewhere else throughout Texas or in the U.S. or internationally and work, we want to make sure that we highlight those in-demand careers. So the the career event that they're planning over in Middle and Odessa area is going to be May 17th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. They're going to host that event out at the Community Center Hangar at the Commemorative Air Force High Sky Wing, and that's located between um, uh, Midland Air Space Port, between Midland and Odessa. And it's really designed to, you know, expose and educate and engage those 8th through 12th grade students uh, with regional employers, organizations that work with those employers, and our post-secondary schools. You know, our, our community colleges, we want all of them to be involved. We want our students to know what programs all of those community colleges offer. Um, we're hoping to have UTPB and Texas Tech and some of our four-year colleges uh, there as well for for students to be aware of what programs are offered at those colleges and get them started thinking about that career pathway and getting getting themselves used to asking that those questions. So the the event's going to feature some really engaging exhibitors that are going to highlight in demand careers and that can be anything from the you know the healthcare field to dental um, to very hands on trades whether it's um, air conditioning and heating or, um, you know, building, electrical, 
anything having to do with the energy industry. We're seeing a huge, huge growth out in the West Texas area with current wind farms expanding. So we want to have uh, wind farms there to talk to the students about and show them um, what goes into actually, you know, building those turbines. And then after they're put up, um, how do you maintain those? And, and technology is changing so much. I actually got to sit down with a gentleman who said that the way they used to inspect those those um, wind turbines to see if there were any cracks or fractures in um, those blades, they would have to stop the entire wind turbine and then physically get up there and inspect it. But he said now, uh, and he said, you know, you have those shut down, you're losing time, you're not generating um, electricity, and, and you're losing money because those, those aren't operating. So he said now um, it could take them maybe a little over an hour to check 70 turbines, check all those blades, and it's done through, like, infrared cameras. And he was going through the whole explanation. So we were going to ask him, hey, come out and bring that out and show the kids the high-tech stuff. I mean, I call them the cool toys for each one of the trades. It of, sounds like you know, it. What goes into actually making, because I'm always interested, it doesn't matter what industry it is or what career it is, I'm always interested to know how and why it works. Very, very interesting. Well, we're yeah. going to continue to follow that because it's uh, May 17th, and so we're going to continue to cover as you start building on who is going to be there. Maybe we can take that uh, a topic at Definitely. a time. And for anybody, for any of our um, any of our folks that are located uh, there in the middle of the Odessa area that want to feature their their trade or their business and want to be an exhibitor there, you know, please call uh, Rosemary Casas at the Workforce Board. Her phone number is 432-563-5239. Or you can visit uh, the consortium's website, and we'll have information on there for that event as well. Perfect. And anybody who wants information on either one of these, they can go to y'all's website, correct, and look Definitely, at your calendar. Yes. If you go to our, yeah, if you go to our website, wtxcc.org, and up at the top, click on calendar, um, event calendar. Uh, go down and search for the events through our, our calendar month, and you can click on there, and it'll give you information. It'll give you directions and, and registration information as well. well. All right. Well, Catherine, once again, thank you for joining us this week, and we look forward to you reporting to us next week what's going on in the Permian Basin area. Thanks so much. Catherine Stokes, thank you once again for updating us with the upcoming schedule of events in Midland. And a big thank you to Congressman Will Hurd. And congratulations because you get to be the topic of today's trivia question. If you're the first person to email the correct answer to the following trivia question to radio at shalemag.com, you'll win a $75 gift certificate to the Yummy Palm Restaurant in Houston, Texas. So, Kim, what's our trivia question today? You know, he's been in office for 18 months, and in 18 months he has successfully passed how many pieces of legislation? All you have to do is be the first person to send the correct number to radio at shellmag.com. That's radio at shale, S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com. The first correct email will get a $75 gift certificate to the beautiful Palm Restaurant in Houston, Texas. Well, Kim, that's about going to wrap up another show. Hey, but in the meantime, be sure and like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash in the old patch radio show or facebook.com slash shale magazine Texas on Twitter at shale mag and look for us on LinkedIn. Well, Kim, that's a wrap for another week. Another great show and in we'll, the books. We'll see you all next week. Adios. Adios.
In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kimball Otto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch.